Blog Talk Radio. Six men. Radio. Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It has come to my attention. PD Radio. 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 What's up, it's your girl, go get her. The boss from Chi-Town East, the boss from Chi-Town East. God, power, C, on top of Mount Everest, top of Mount Everest. You're now tuned to PD and Black from PD Radio. I love y'all in the DPD Radio. <laughs> Lock them in. Quality radio entertainment is rare. And if you get a hold of it, you know, hold on to it, you know? It's your boy, Mr. Shy. You're now listening to PD Radio. The hottest show streaming live. You're not tuned in. Get lost. Lock the whip. The best in on being hip-hop and talk radio out there. My name is R.L. It's a bottle of himself. Keep it locked. PD Radio. Listening to my man, K. Black, and Miss PD on PD Radio. There's no show hotter anywhere. 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 This is a story about control, my control, control of what I say, control of what I do, and this time I'm going to do it my way. I hope you enjoy this as much as I do. Are we ready? I am, because it's all about control, and I've got lots of it.
Hello, hello, XOXO. We are live in full effect. We are CD Radio. I am your poetic, creative, and drama-free host, Miss CD, and I am joined by my super-talented graphic designer, eardrum therapist, producer, extraordinaire co-host, Mr. Black District, a.k.a. Black. What's going on, partner? What's going on, CD? You know what's crazy, right? It's like every week, every time you say Uh my name, it gets longer. You know what I'm saying? That's (laughs) <laughs> but that's, that's how it's supposed to be You know what I mean That's how it's supposed to be And that's one of the topics tonight Is going to be You know How to uh-huh. reinvent yourself How to keep your mojo going How to You know How to just outlast yes. everybody So we're going to yes. give you guys A couple tips Yes And we want to hear from you guys So make sure you call us up right now 646-478-3599 I see we got some callers in the queue already And it's so lovely I love to see that But you guys, we want to thank you for tuning in with us tonight We've been gone for the past two weeks And um, I know I know you guys are mad at us But we're, we're back so. <laughs> so every now and then you need a break So we took our little break We are back yeah. And we're here to have fun with you guys So uh, it feels good to be back It feels even better to know that we were missed while we were off air So shout exactly. out to everyone Who hit us up personally And was like what's going on PD Radio I need my fix Well here you go I'm your pusher and, baby Uh oh <laughs> That's what I'm talking about I am right. a mess I'm a mess we needed, we needed the time off But um, we definitely appreciate you guys understanding And we most definitely appreciate Your loyalty to the show and we kicked off the show tonight. The vibe was with Control by Janet Jackson, followed up by Ain't No Stopping Us Now by McFadden and Whitehead, followed up by She's a Bad Mamma Jamma. But y'all know about that. Y'all don't know. Mamma You know, Black, you don't know nothing about this music. They don't hey, know look, nothing about it. I already put it out there. I don't think you know about it, Black. Hey, I'm wh- telling my what? age. I don't care. What? But you know. <laughs> hey, listen, y'all, y'all, you guys already know. We already prepping you guys for the barbecues that's about to kick off in like, you know, a couple weeks. Right. We're not already kicking them off, so we that's will right. shine music <laughs> on you guys to help your barbecue situation. So make sure y'all tune in yes. on Tuesday. You said the barbecue situation. I'm the done situation. with you. Situation. It's a situation there. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> That's right. We have a lot more classics that we're going to play for you guys throughout the night. So make sure you stay tuned with us because that's what we do. It's who we are. PD Radio, we are classics. Tonight, you guys, we want to interact with our listeners and to get your thoughts on some topics that we are putting on the table. Some of the topics are dreams versus reality, professional victims. That's my personal favorite. <laughs> and as Black said earlier, reinventing ourselves which is also important you know to to do so we want to talk about that and we want to hear from you guys and what you think and by all means we are not limited to those subjects as our show is all about what you guys want to discuss so call up tweet us facebook us and just put your topics on the board the number is 646-478-3599 you call us in the queue press that one so you can come in and vibe with us so, Black, you know, I'm thinking, let's kick it off. Let's do the dreams versus reality. Let's start off with that one. All right, let's, That's uh, very interesting. Right. Let's kick it off. I mean, all right, so <laughs> let's go break it, well, break it down real quick. 
Great. Before we break it down, just my personal take, just to kick it off, I just think dreams are our greatest motivator. We need dreams. We need to be able to think outside of the box and imagine something that we want to achieve. Dreams are great. You know, that's how we get started. But the reality comes in when you think about you how laughing? far. Are you laughing? Because <laughs> I'm a laugher. Leave me alone. <laughs> see, see, you see, see you're already laughing. Come on. <laughs> I'm silly. I cannot help it. Look, we can talk about the most serious subject, and I laugh. That's me. You know that. So don't start picking on me, Black, because your dream will be a reality in 2.5 seconds. Okay? Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. See, Miss P, you're always trying to, trying to punk somebody should, on, on the air. Or I should say, your reality will become a dream in 2.5 seconds. But anyway, I reverse that we going to do anyway. it. Go ahead and break it down, <laughs> No, I, I just want to say, you know, our dreams are important. That's what That's what kicks off everything for us. But the reality is... What are we putting into those dreams to make it reality? You know what I mean? How much of it can be a dream? How much can, of it can be a reality? And that's what we want to hear from you guys. So chime in with us right now. We want to hear from you. You know what? I, I want to say for me real quick, though, Black, coming up as a kid, I really didn't have, like, something specific that I wanted to do growing up. I really didn't. I was like a very quiet kid. I was very shy. I didn't want anybody but my dad. It was. I was just. I was just one of those. I was a loner. Very okay. much so alone. I never really thought. I mean, with all that I'm doing today, I never planned that. I never saw that. So I'm not going to sit here and say, as a kid, I wanted to be a poet and I wanted to make all this stuff and I wanted to do this. No, I didn't. I just kind of manifest. You know what I mean? After I had my daughter and she died, and that just kind of kicked it off for me, and I think maybe that was God's plan for me to get it started for me because I really didn't have a dream. I didn't grow up saying I want to be a doctor, a lawyer, none of that. So my reality, it came to be out of tragedy, actually. The reality of what I'm doing now came from that if that makes any sense to you. And that's yeah. kind of the the backbone of the whole um, the whole topic is that, you know, when you're young, you have, you know, big dreams. You, you, you're trying mm-hmm. to write your own destiny and things like that. And as you start to grow and, you know, progress through life, things change. Mm-hmm. Reality sets right. in, you know, a lot of different things happen, a lot of moving parts. And... Mm-hmm. The question that I have for the listeners is, are you on the path of your, of your dream or destiny, per se? Like, are you on that path, or did you let your reality stop you from doing what you thought you might want to do? Or or even if your 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 destiny changed, let's say, like you said, PD, mm-hmm. you know, everything changed for you. You didn't really have a, you know, a dream, you know, that you were striving for, and everything just kind of blew mm-hmm. blew up. It happened all at one time. You know, you just kind of just fell into this new path. You know what I mean? So, like, right. I want to know from people, um, are you the type of person that is letting your dream fall to the wayside because of your reality or situation? Or are you pushing through it and you're still working towards goals, basically? You know, are mm-hmm. you still working? So 
That's what I want to know. I, I think um, with today, think, though, you, you know, really, mm-hmm. there's no excuse to kind of let your dreams fall by the wayside. Not today. I think exactly. there's so many resources available. But at the same time, I mean, and I've spoken this many times, but like I'm the type of person I believe whatever it is that you're doing, you have to have a sincere passion for it. Like don't do it because you think, you know, it's just going to blow up or you can make money or everybody's doing it, you want a shot at it. Like whatever you're doing, you have to have a sincere passion for it. But in today's, exactly. in today's world, though, your dreams don't have to fall. They really don't. There are so many resources available that can help us, you know, go for our dreams and accomplish our dreams that there really is no excuse. So I want to know for those who, who have these dreams of doing certain things, why aren't you making it happen? And and it may not be easy. You may, you know, have a family, you know, a hard job. and And, and I understand all that. But I feel like if you have a sincere passion for it, that doesn't hinder it at all. The only right. way that hinders your dream is if you don't have a passion for it. That's the only way. That's just, yeah. you know. I'm going to be, be real with you, Ms. PD. I don't think everybody obtains their dream. It just doesn't happen. I'm sorry. No, it, it just I doesn't don't. happen. We're going to keep it real today. Everybody right. does not obtain their dream. You know what I'm saying? Because when but I was coming up. But you don't stop either. Right. Let me I, exactly. When I was coming okay. up, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I, I played sports. Um, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. I I swore, you know what I'm saying. I was going to be, you know, play, you know, football, football, whatever. I played baseball, basketball, mm-hmm. and football. You know what I'm saying. And and mm-hmm. um, but I was also a good writer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. I was also a good writer. So it's weird that one, I'm not in the NBA. I'm not in the NFL. <laughs> Right? That's mm-hmm. one. I'm seeing I'm all your not, trophies playing. Exactly. I'm not, you know <laughs> what I'm saying, <laughs> you know, I'm not out there writing novels and, and books and things like that, although I can mm-hmm. write. But you what sure happened can. with me was I actually fell into IT. I fell into, I fell in love with, with technical, you know, just computers and things like that and how things work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was my uncle who got me into that. But here's what I'm here's my next part of, of this whole equation is I was able to use my graphic art ability, you know what I'm saying, my art my artistry, things like that. I was able to use my talents as an IT professional to mm-hmm. use my to to basically enhance my writing by creating websites. I I created poetry websites a long time ago, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. just, um, you know, just a lot of things. So IT actually helped me enhance everything else that I'm doing, graphic design, music, you know what I'm saying? So you just never know where what's going to happen, you know what I mean? So all those little yeah. talents that you have, you got to hold on to them and you got to keep working on them because you never know what may become of that. So. You know, but the sports was that yeah. was that your dream though? I mean, yeah, I know you played a lot of sports, you played everything, but no, was I mean, that a dream of yours? Because if it really I, I, I was a dream, it's not sports, something lost. I wanted to be a sports writer. I wanted to be, uh, you know, like a journal, a journalist. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to write about, you know, Time Magazine and just write articles on just relevant stuff. You know what I mean? I wanted to like make a difference with writing, um, mm-hmm. but. 
you know, you just never know what happens. So True. True. You know. Well <laughs> good points there, Black. I like that very much, very much. We want to hear yeah, from you, you guys. Know. Six four six four seven eight three five nine nine. And uh, yeah. I want to keep it, it yeah, the, the lines are lit up and nobody's pressing one yet. But it's it's all good. But I want to keep it rolling, though, Black, because, you know, I don't like to stay stagnant. I want to just keep it moving. I want to go into another topic while the callers are waiting to chime in, and that is, um, what was the other topic? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, no. Reinventing yourself. Shut up. You know Reinventing yourself. <laughs> she, she fresh off you. Two weeks to mess yeah, yeah. you up <laughs> No, because this is me all the time So anyway right. Reinventing yourself you know, Write my check, that's all we good. I got you Trex, Checks <laughs> will be handed out <laughs> That's right So <laughs> So we're talking about dreams versus reality uh, Is your reality Stopping your dreams from happening? Do you have dreams that you're trying to turn into reality? We want to hear from you on that. But while you're waiting to chime in on that, let's talk about reinventing yourself. For those of you right now who are out here and you're conquering your dreams, you're making everything that you wanted to do, you're setting out to do now. You're, you know, making a path to to have it happen for you. Do you understand, um, especially in today's world, the importance of, you know, bettering your brand, you know, coming up with different ideas to your brand to make you stand out, to make you different, you know what I mean? Because, like, today I feel like everything is so saturated, Very like everybody's doing the same thing. And it's kind of like, and this is just how I see it, you guys, you know, take it for how you want it, but I see it as everybody wants to be able to say, I can do that too. I'm seeing a lot of that. You know what I mean? I feel like everybody wants to say, like, I could do five different things just like you. I could do all this stuff. But is that really your passion and what you want to do? Now, with that saying, if you have a product out, what are you doing to make your product stand out? You know what I mean? You can't just say, oh, this is a great product, you know, people should flock to it. No, how are you making it stand out? How are you reinventing your already, you know, you have a great brand. How are you reinventing it to make it better? That's what, you you know, what I want to hear from you guys. Like with me and everything that I do, like I don't stop. And Black, I know you're the same way. Like we're constantly creating all the time like our brain does not shut down we'd be like okay i've made this six times now on the seventh way i want to do it like this and make it turn out better than the other six that i did we're not satisfied having everything the same and we want to know do you guys realize how important it is to put yourself out there and take those risks to to shine a little bit brighter to make yourself stand out because yeah, if you're not taking risk or, or, or investing, in, you know, into yourself, into what you're trying to do, then you're not you're not doing anything really. I mean, you're really not. You you have to and you know you have to take risk. Um, you, you, right, you have to take risk. You can't be content. You can't just say, I have this. You know, it's mediocre or it's it's working for me, so I'll just keep going like this. No, you, right. you you have to push, and you, and you have to get better. You have to better right. your craft. Otherwise, what are you doing it for? 
You know what I mean? Like, Why yeah, are you like doing you said, it? You know, every corner you turn around, there's 25 people doing the there's same 25 thing. 25 people. That's what I'm saying. And, and this doing is the, the same importance thing. of why yeah. you have why to make yourself to you? stand out. Yeah. Exactly. Why should now, I use your we, product? Right. Mm-hmm. Before we go to the caller that's in the queue, I just, I just have an example. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just okay. a quick example. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't heard already, you know, Tyler Perry, you know, basically left Lionsgate, right, because um, the box office opening for the Single Moms Club just bombed. You know what I mean? I think they only made like $8 million or some ridiculous number like mm-hmm. that, right? And my question is the path that Tyler Perry is going on, you know, the path that he's leading right now, can he sustain mm-hmm. himself where he was by not changing, you know, how he creates his movies, how he, you know, directs these movies? Can he keep, you know, can he sustain what he's doing? And the answer is going to be no. You're not going to be able to sustain yourself because but, people are going to get tired of the same thing. You don't so think you he was to, trying to change it with this last movie, though? I mean, I know it flopped, but, you know, does it seem the norm for his movies? But you got to realize. Yeah, the white cast in there and everything. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. I think matter he was trying to, like, break away a little bit, but maybe it wasn't enough, but I think he was trying. I, yeah. I don't think it was enough, and I think the marketing behind it, and that's another thing, too. If you if you don't market mm-hmm. yourself properly, that's going to hurt mm-hmm. you, too. I don't think he marketed that movie in a way where it said, oh, everyone come flock and see this, and here's why you right. can come see it. It just seemed mm-hmm. like the same old Tyler Perry. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. And people just was not flocking to it. So. That's how I Even on, on his level, you have to mm-hmm. come up with ideas and ways to make yourself, you know, mm-hmm. push forward. So I agree. Let's hit this. Yeah, let's hit this call and see what's going on. All right. PD Radio. 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 PD Radio, what's your name? Where you calling from? Yes, this is Lady Jack Flavors. What's good, Cuddy? Flavors. What's going hey, on? Hey, Lady J. What up, Miss PD? <laughs> You missed us? Oh, of course. Shit, I was on there shaking <laughs> like a crackhead. Like, Yay! Yeah. I'm glad we had you feeding. Yay! <laughs> nah, that ain't right. Going on, love bug. It is right. It is right. That makes you, you know, nah. want us even more. You know, you uh, got to yeah. give them a little okay. and take it right when back. You say it like that, you know. You say it like that, you know. You know yeah. what? <laughs> Uh oh. Y'all got some very interesting topics. I see y'all being nasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what's going on up in here? Really black, really black. What's going on? <laughs> you going to Lady J. How come we can't that just have a normal conversation every now. time you, you call in? <laughs> <laughs> really? Miss T D said it I was just talking you know what I'm saying? I was just saying what I said. So what's on your mind? Oh man. Oh, as far as the the um, topic about dreams, I'm I'm kinda like how Miss P D was. I was really quiet and to mm-hmm. myself and a loner. I'm still a loner now. You feel me? I'm mm-hmm. I'm kinda coming out my shell. But I mm-hmm. mean back then I didn't think I was gonna do, you know what I'm saying, poetry like like I'm trying to do now, you feel me? Like, right. you know, be on a level that I can reach mm-hmm. masses. You know, I just used to write. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was all, you know, that good. And people always told me, you know, you got to give, you need to use it, you need to do this, you need to do that. But I'm just mm-hmm. like, you know, in this day and age, you know, just trying to make a living and just, you know, just do me. 
it wasn't like I wasn't looking at it like, oh, well, I can make a difference with my poetry or I can say stuff that other people are scared to say because I've always been blunt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I speak on subjects that some people are scared to talk about. You feel mm-hmm. me? So, right. And then my my music thing came into it too, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna be a rapper. I'm gonna sign. I used to <laughs> sign with no limit. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be the next ex. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. And then the older I got, and I seen how messed up the music industry was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just lost my love for that. I mean, I still so the reality is that messed up your dream, huh? Yeah, it did. I'm like people selling their soul just to be rich and famous. Like I'd rather be poor for the rest of my life than to sell my soul for money and fame. Yeah. Like I can't. Like no, right. you know what I'm I wasn't brought up that way. I was, you know, what I'm saying people want their heaven on earth, basically, and that's why you see all these celebrities and all these rappers and stuff go through so much shit that they mm-hmm. go through because. They, you know what I'm saying? They sold, they sold. I mean, that's just the truth of the matter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, I, you, and, know, you know, I tell you this, though. I don't think that that you should, like, ever lose your dream. I think as you get older and you mature, that your dream, it remolds itself. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it changes. Like, mm-hmm. I totally get it. I understand. Mm-hmm. There's a whole, you know, there's crazy producers out there, things like that. <laughs> I do what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to, you know what I'm saying, bust down, you know, Def Jam, nobody like that, whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. I, I don't have time for all that. But, right. like you said, my dream, you know, yes, I would love to be a super producer in that in that light and be able to, you know, produce for people like that, but mm-hmm. you, you change your dream, you, re, you remold it, and you, and you keep it moving. You know what I mean? Right. It mm-hmm. still doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, you got to keep your life, um, keep it going. Yeah, I feel I kind of feel like your dream can take you, it could take you on a different path. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe you have that dream where I want to be this famous poet, you know, I want to travel the world, you know, I want to get paid for performances and all that. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe as you get older and life happens, it doesn't quite happen like that, but that doesn't mean your dream still can't take you where you want. It just may be a different path. You might be chosen to be that speaker that needs to right. talk to the youth. You know what I mean? You might be asked to be going to these boys and girls clubs and, you know, and to talking and reciting your poetry, you know, and giving your insight to, to young kids. That may be where it takes you. Maybe not on a major platform like you dream about, but that in itself is major. So if you're do, even doing yeah. it on that level, it's major. It's all how you receive it. Mm-hmm. Even okay. with my poetry, you know, it's never been about, oh, I want to be famous doing this. It's just exactly. been about me just speaking how I feel because any of my poetry is always on some real talk. You know what I'm saying? It's just mm-hmm. life. That's what I write about, life. It ain't necessarily my life. It might be a friend's life, you know. Right. You know what but that's what I, I mean. Mm-hmm. I just speak about real stuff, real life stuff, and then, some of my stuff be like touchy subjects that most people are like, oh wow, she said that. Like, yeah, I mean it's real. It happens. You feel mm-hmm. me? Right. So it's hey, like Lady I'm one of those. Yes, sir. Just one thing you said, like you said, if you lust for for fame hard enough, you can become famous. Mm-hmm. If you lust for it that much and you're willing to do damn near anything for it, mm-hmm. there's reality show waiting for you. You know what right. I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So right. yeah. oh, yeah. it, it can happen. It all depends on how much of yourself that you that you that you want to lose in the process. Nah, I don't. I don't. I want to keep all of me. That's why I say exactly. to myself, I would never do that. 
never. I don't care. I don't care if, if like, if I just reach a small portion of a state, not even a, the, the United States, of a state, a portion of a state, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. A portion of a city, a you. town. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Just mm-hmm. so you oh, heard yeah. my words and you see how real it is, you feel me? Because I'm, I'm never mm-hmm. one of those who, who who's fake. I'm not fake. I'm going to be real mm-hmm. about whatever it is that I got going on, whatever it is I'm talking about, I'm going to be real about it, 100. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat. Mm-hmm. not going to fabricate. You feel me? If people mm-hmm. don't like it, they don't like it, but there's somebody out there that need to hear it. Mm-hmm. And do you so, know how rich you will how rich you will be in spirit if if you talk to people and you have that one person who just comes up to you, Lady Jane just gives you a hug and is like, thank you. Like, yeah, you have no idea what your words just did for me. Yes. You see, yes. in, in that, it put you where? And that made you feel rich, didn't it? Yes, it did. It's nothing like it that did. feeling. Mm-hmm. It's really not. No amount of money could have took away that moment when somebody came to me crying like, you gave me the strength mm-hmm. to speak out on something that I was holding in. Mm-hmm. And because you were strong mm-hmm. and you spoke out on it, you gave me that strength to do the same thing. You know what I'm exactly. saying? So. That right there was like, wow. wow, me opening up left the gate mm-hmm. open for somebody else to come out of their shell and open up about some hard things in their life also, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, now, that's what I call reality becoming a dream. Mm-hmm. Your reality became a dream for yourself and for someone else, and that's that's a beautiful thing right there. Oh, yeah. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. We want oh, yeah. you to stay on the line, Lady J. We have another caller in the queue that wants to chime in. Um, we yeah. want to see what they have to say, Black. Bring in Let's the next caller. PD Radio. 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 PD Radio. What's your name? Where you calling from? This is Ladonna Marie. Hey. Hey. What's going on? <laughs> hey, Sunshine. Uh-oh. That's Hi, your new name. <laughs> That's your new name, LaDonna. Your name is Sunshine now. That is your new official (laughs) nickname from me. (laughs) Because you're always so pleasant and bubbly. I love it. How are you? You know what, too? Uh, Miss PD, the the people at my job, they call me that, too. Like, when I walk in work, like like today I walked in, they were like, where's the sunshine? They actually came to my office to find me. And I was Aww. just sitting there and I'm breathing with that big old smile. So I take that as a thank you all for, for the company. <laughs> thank you. It is. There it you is. Go. You just lighten up the place. So That's you want right. to chime in on the nice. <laughs> I'm welcome. I do. I do. Um, I mean, I like mm-hmm. everything that, you know, Lady J was saying and stuff. Um, I caught the beginning because, you know, I had to put my kids to sleep. But um, mm-hmm. what, what you guys were saying about reality, I know when, when I was younger, um, I wanted to be a vet because I, I love, I think I, I love so hard, and I wanted to even just be able to care for the animals and, you know, make sure they were okay. But then after mm-hmm. a while, you know, my, I said, no, I don't think I want to cut on them or, you know, work on them. So I said, you know what, I think I'm going to use this to, you know, to I'm going to start loving on people. I'm going to start, I'm going to do something that, because I love to talk. So then my dream mm. changed because I, I actually went to college, like, for a whole full, my first freshman year, was I was a, I was a veterinarian major. And then I changed wow. my sophomore year, and I went into uh, social work. So I did social work in, like, three years because I worked really hard and went to school over the summer because I said, you know, I think I would love to, talk to people more and be the person, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of help them 
with their theme, well, you know, with things that they were going on. But all alone, you know, I was writing poetry, writing poetry, and writing poetry and sharing it. So I think I do mm-hmm. things like when I was in when I was in younger, um, I did know that I wanted to be a writer because when I was in high school, my ninth year of my ninth grade year of high school, I actually met. Uh, Nikki Giovanni mm-hmm. and my Angelou in the same oh. year, like at the, at the okay. same time. Um, I was uh, ninth grade in in my uh, it's like an agriculture class, and we went to a um, we went out of town to like an agriculture saving the saving the world and you know planting better and doing stuff is like horticulture and everything. And my mm-hmm. um, Nikki Giovanni was there talking. She she had to give a speech. And so I met her, I listened to her, you know, I met her then, and then when we left um, in the airport, there was Maya Angelou being pushed through the airport um, in a wheelchair, you know, complimentary, and I met her too. And then, you know, just to know that they had had poetry out, and I was looking, I was like a little black girl, I'm writing poetry too, you know, reading their <laughs> stuff, it kind of put more, more, more power into me to say, hey, you know, I can make a difference. You know, I can touch some people with, the things that I have to say. So it kind of poured more out of me to continue to do, you know, whatever I do, and even if I gave it to my classmates, because everybody loved my poetry, and the worst year of my life is when I got to 11th grade and somebody stole my poetry book because I used what? to write. Mm. They stole it because, see, you know, Black, I used to be bad at the sonnets back in the day. You know, you had to do the Macbeth and all that. So I had oh, to write yeah. those A, B lines and, you know, all the different things. And people wanted to get a grade. They wanted to get a good grade. But it stayed with me, like, all through, you know, every through through those years. And when I got up here in 2010, I wanted to write. So it, it's my passion. So I understand what you say when you say it's your passion. And you, no matter how long it takes, no matter what you have to do, you will always mm-hmm. make room for it because your exactly. dream, you'll make, you'll make room for it. But one thing mm-hmm. that I do, uh, Miss PD and Blake, even though I know I do so much, sometimes I still feel like I'm not doing enough. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just sit here with my kids, and I keep like a, I keep a binder. I keep a binder of everything I've ever done, every article, everything, every newspaper clipping, everything that I've ever mm-hmm. done. Now, you know, I'm mm-hmm. it to my kids, and when they see my book, they be like, look, this is mommy's book, and they see me on the page, and I always say, you know, there's so much more. But what happens mm-hmm. with me, my dreams, like you said, the dreams widen. You know, me, I talk to God a lot, and I ask him sometimes. I'm like, okay, what do you want me to do next? Because all I wanted to do, I did want to be an author, and I knew I was a poet. A poet. I never really mm-hmm. wanted to, like, write, 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 write all the time. <laughs> but I was, sitting in my, I was sitting in my office one day, and the first book actually made room for the second because I thought I was going to be a one-book wonder. I never knew I was going to write you know, more than one book. Right, and right. I was, just, I was just writing the first one because that's what he poured into my heart to write from young, a young age until 2010. So when I sat down after I wrote the second book, I said, what do you want me to do next? And then he said, you're going to be a motivational speaker. So people started calling me, like my wheels started pulling people towards me to say, hey, LaDonna, come talk to these kids. Hey, LaDonna, we want you to come and speak. So that's when I started to go, and do the motivational speaking. It wasn't me saying, oh, I'm going to be a motivational speaker next. People just said, we mm-hmm. got a group of girls. Would you like to come and talk to them? I was like, sure. You and know, the next thing you know, bam. Right. You so, know, and I said, so in other night, words, was, go ahead. I was going to say, in other words, for you, it's like, as we said before, 
your reality became a dream versus your dream right. becoming a reality. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. It keeps it, it, it keep moving. See how life flips things? Mm-hmm. It does. And that's the same exact thing that happened. I'm going to get on off. That's the same thing that happened with, like, the youth conference. <laughs> Um, because like with the youth conference, me I was I was shy, and I know y'all probably can't believe that, but I was shy. <laughs> I was shy when I was younger because I actually used to sing first. I used to sing all the time, but because I was really really shy and I didn't have like anybody like backing me, I, mm. I stopped singing. I only used to sing to myself, and you know I still sing now, but I only used to sing to myself. Well, um, so I was like, I'm, I'm never really going to do anything. But God spoke to me when I went to California. I think I was in California. And he said, you're going to do a youth conference. And, you know, me and I'm having this dialogue with him. I was like, you know, me, I'm about to pull up. I'm about to do a youth what? Like, you know, really? And you I sung at the youth conference. I did sing Uh-oh. a song. But. I, you know, my next step, he brought he broadened my horizon and said, you're going to step it up and you're going to start to give back. So you're going to do this youth conference. And then that's where my youth conference came. And immediately in November, when I had that one, December, he planted the seed for the next youth conference. And I'm trying to, you know, get together the plan now. So gotcha. it's just like you said, you're, you, it makes room for you. My dream, it keeps growing. And the more whatever he tells me to do next, that's the way that I go, but I keep, you know, acting and trying to mm-hmm. find and reinvent, you know, do different things so, to make it, you know. Look, that was another thing we wanted to talk about, reinventing yourself, and you're certainly doing that. I, I'm sorry. I have to tell you, LaDonna, Marnie just commented on it. She said, LaDonna is going in. She said, you so good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Marnie. <laughs> Love you. Oh, my goodness. You know I like to talk. Okay. <laughs> That's how it is. I'm hey. sorry. That was just too funny. She said, LaDonna's going. <laughs> but, no, I, I, we, we get what you're saying, LaDonna, and, and it's beautiful. Your reality turned into a dream for you, actually. And you understand the process of, like you said, you talk to God. He's showing you, you know, different ways to go. You're reinventing yourself as you go along, which is very, very important with anything yeah. that you want to do. So you're you're doing all of that, you know. You had a dream that turned into reality. You had a reality to turn into dream, and you're reinventing yourself. But you you just better work it. You just go. Yeah. <laughs> right. Very like that's how you got to do it. To you. That's how you got to do it, and and that's what it's all about. It's like you got to kind of roll. I know life gets in the way, and, you know, things happen, but like I said, if, if anything you want to do, if it's truly a passion of yours, it's not going to stop because you can't right. stop. Like with me, I can't stop creating. Like all day I'm at work, I'm creating something in my head. I'm home, I'm sewing, I'm baking. I am doing something. I can't stop. Doing your thing. passion. Yes. I'm not doing <laughs> Even if I'm doing it for myself, I'm doing it because I can't stop. That's how intense the passion is for me. So if it's like that for you, nothing in life is going to stop it. You may not get to where you want, you know, as soon as you want to get there, but it doesn't stop it. 
So, right. but, you know, and that just got to kind of roll that, with life. And you do. Uh-huh, and that's what I just want to say one more thing. Um, the thing, and I, I was talking to somebody, and they were like, what do you do? Like, what do you do on the weekends? Well, they know I have my kids. And, I, you know, I take them out and I have fun with them because I do have kids. I didn't, when I published my book in 2018, I didn't do anything with it for a full year because I was adjusting to being a new mom with two kids, with a three-year-old and a, and a baby. So I didn't do anything. Well, now, you know, with the ki- with my kids, I don't let that stop me. You know, I have to train them, and opportunities come and go, but I have to kind of train them to move, you know, with me. So even when I had my youth conference, I made them like little ushers. You know, they went around and passed out my little plenty positive seeds, things, or whatever mm-hmm. I had made for the kids, the teenagers to give. I made them a part of it. So even though, right. you know, I have you know, my kids, and I do have to wait sometimes to call the shows or just listen in, you know, because they're up or they feel like they want to talk, but I still grow, they, I let them grow with me, you know, I, I pull them yeah. in at every point I can to say, you know, this is what mommy does, you know, this is what right. I do, and even right. my, my younger son, my oldest son, he's an artist, and so I feed and nurture his love to draw, his love to right. want to be creative, so now mm-hmm. I'm nurturing him to show him at a young age, you can do this, you know, you can do this too. So every day we move right. forward. But thank you all so much. And uh, I'm going to go back and keep it coming <laughs> over here. We can tell you always hard <laughs> We love you, LaDonna. <laughs> we really do. Miss Sunshine, thank you so much for calling up and sharing your story with us. We appreciate that very much. And we You're just welcome, love you. Lydonna. Bye, I love you guys, too. Okay. Aww. We have another caller. <laughs> That's right. Black kissing on people again. You know it. I know. He's his lips right, be everywhere. Y'all watch out. I think Melissa is in a calling queue, and we're going to bring her in right now. PD Radio. 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 V. Dilla, what's going on? What's good? What's good? Hey, <laughs> what? Oh, my goodness. I got the, you heard Adonis? She said, hey, we got the, I got the giggles tonight, y'all. I can't help it. So don't on pay me no money to shut up. <laughs> I know they got the diamonds on. Diamonds in the rough. That's right. Oh, yeah, I'm still oh. on LaDonna. I was just quiet. I was letting you do your thing because I like to hear you oh. talk. <laughs> Motivation. Motivation. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. Until tomorrow comes. <laughs> What's going on, V. Uh I wanted to chime in on the subject. Um, I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Um, All right, get it together. I'm going to start with the one that I can remember, which is the reinventing yourself. As mm-hmm. a author um, and as a poet, I've, I've, I've come to learn a lot of things, like just being in the literary world. And it is important mm-hmm. to reinvent yourself. It is important. You want to stay true to your craft, and that is very important, but you also want to um, say, what else can I do? And for me, when I yeah. re-released the when I re-released Timeless Clocks, I was like, you know what? Okay, I can re-release it, and it's available in all these places. But I want to do a little bit something different. So my idea was to um, take the book, and while it's available, you know, you can get it on Amazon in the UK and in France and all that. I wanted to translate it 
into that native language. So Mm -hmm. uh, my thing was, okay, how can I reach more, reach the masses, as as Black said, and um, it was a thing of, okay, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to advertise it in these native languages. And I've actually had a few people hit me up in Spanish, and I I had to use my little translator. And, um, (laughs) you know, they were just saying, you know, that sounds like real interesting. I want to, you know, let me know when it's available. And it's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's a thing of that, that was a thing of let me know, okay, I have that platform that I can use and I can do it. I just mm-hmm. have to do it. That's right. the thing. Yes. And a, a lot of these, like when I went through a, when I was with my publisher, while it was mm-hmm. available, it was just a thing of like, it was just there. It was a thing of, it mm-hmm. was, you know, if you don't push that extra, if you don't take that extra step, who's going to do it for you? So that was right. what I had to do upon myself to sit there and say, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to step outside of that little comfort zone and actually hand translate my book completely mm-hmm. into these native mm-hmm. languages so I can reach mm-hmm. more people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I'm to tell you, I'm idea. very proud of you. I'm very proud to, to see <laughs> how you're stepping up and how you're changing things, because, you know, and no disrespect to, you know, anybody or your you know, your old publishing company or anything, but I feel like I saw you working harder than I saw anyone else working. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You understand the importance of what you want to put out, so you have to take control of that. You didn't leave it in in anyone else's hands. You're doing that. The, you're stepping up. You're going above is, and beyond, and it's beautiful. The thing about it is, though, when you're with a publisher, and a lot of people – it's no knock to anybody that, that seeks a publisher versus self-publishing. Uh, because, honestly, mm-hmm. I didn't want to self-publish because while I had a passion for writing, I, I kind of mm-hmm. like lost my lust for it for the simple fact of it was available to everybody. Like, okay, everybody's doing this. So, you, you know, while the passion was still there, mm-hmm. my lust for it kind of fell to the wayside because then I started seeing what people were putting out and I started reading it. And I'm just like, ugh. I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to continue to write because that's who I am. But right. I didn't really want to put my work out there because it was just like you've got all these other, um, I'm going to call it for what it is, you've got all these other clowns that kind of <laughs> are in front of you mm-hmm. and are on the uh, in the forefront. So it makes you look like, you know what I'm saying, oh, what are you doing? You know, you're doing what everything, everybody else is doing. No. Mm-hmm. If you read my work, right. it is completely different. And um, mm-hmm. it's but a that's the key. Though. How do you get them to too. open up your book? That is what we're. That is the the truth about everything. What makes you right. different? How do you that's get someone to open up your book? Mm-hmm. And not and I'm not what saying not the other person. So unique, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So I mean, you stand out from to go there because. While you're while you're advertising, you've got during these groups advertising, you've got twenty other people that come behind you and advertise their book, so yours kind of goes down, and so don't nobody see mm-hmm. it. And it's the thing of mm-hmm. okay, I, I see you, but I see all these other authors too, and it's just the thing of that's uh, what it is. I I, mm-hmm. I don't just some of these authors, some of these poets, and you know some of the spoken word, like spoken word was definitely not in my goal of things to actually do. My thing was, here's mm-hmm. my work, you can read it, you know. But then I realized that sometimes that passion that you can, you can speak your words with, some people can't create that in their mind and be in your shoes. They want to hear you. So mm-hmm. that's what I when, I, when I stepped into that, 
I was mm-hmm. I was scared. I will, I'll be honest. I was scared. Mm-hmm. I'm still like not fully comfortable, but I'm getting there. It makes me want to keep going. And shout out to Black because mm-hmm. hearing that track when he put his magic on that track, I was just like, mm-hmm. that right there Crazy. motivated me to sit there mm-hmm. and be like, man, I'm mo- mm-hmm. I, I hear this and it makes me want to do it. So I went Thank out and you. I got all the equipment. I got the uh, microphone and. You know, I'm playing around with things, and um, yeah, I, I actually like what I'm hearing. Instead of hearing mm-hmm. myself, I'm hearing the poet. And sometimes you have to step mm-hmm. out of yourself to actually take those those steps to step out to think outside the box. You have to think out of your, you know, and not let your fear overcome you. And that, that's most really definitely, important. most definitely. You know, and the and beautiful thing about child, what you said was, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead, B. I'm going to beat you. <laughs> Y'all cracking me up with that. No, I was just going to say that the beautiful thing about what you said is um, you were scared to, to do the spoken word, and you say you're still, you know, a little nervous about it, but that's a beautiful thing because that means you're going to keep working at it, you're going to work on your craft, and you're going to get it to where you feel comfortable and sound good, where a lot of people put stuff out and they think just because they put it out is good. You know, they don't understand, like, no, just because you put it out or can put it out does not mean it's good. So mm-hmm. it, it, yeah, it's I great that you're still it. trying to learn your voice and trying to get it to where you want it to be. That's a beautiful thing versus saying, I'm going to do spoken word. I just spit this piece. Here you go. Like it. <laughs> and there's, yeah, a, there's a lot of people out there like that. They're like, I put this out. You're going to like it. Mm, like, um, yeah, you know, I can criticize yeah, that right now, but I won't. But, um, yeah. you know, I, I just want to take a moment because we've been going on for a while. I, we're going to debut something tonight on the show, and, and I'm glad, V, we have you on the line right now and Lady J because we're talking about reinventing yourselves, and you ladies are doing it right now with the spoken word and, and the direction you're taking it into. Tonight on the show, Black, we have a little poetic drama that we're going to be playing on the show tonight. I call it poetic uh. drama because these ladies, along with their friend Chris, they did the damn thing. <laughs> they did the damn thing, how they brought this together. I'm telling you, y'all not going to be ready. Y'all not ready for the twist and turns of this piece <laughs> that author Valencia and Miss Lady J. Flavors and Chris has put together. is crazy. And I want you guys yes. right now, V and Lady J, I want y'all to – kind of set it up and introduce it and we're going to play it and then when we play we're going to come back and, and talk about it with you guys do you want to do the honors you got it well ladies and gentlemen this is <laughs> this is like a being on spoken word kind of like a poetic play it's called confusing upset the beginning and secrets revealed with myself valencia poindexter and chris thomas and yeah, just listen. You you already y'all already know it's it's gonna go down. I'm telling you. <laughs> yes. You been upset. Let's set it up, Black. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, is everybody ready? This is a meeting exclusive. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Pump up the volume. Pump up the volume. All right, is everybody ready? This is a meeting exclusive. This is a PD exclusive. 
I want to apologize to you. I crossed the line that wasn't even drawn. We was friends first. So this right here has truly thrown me off. Why won't you talk to me? You introduced me to a world I hadn't even gave a first glance to. But after a taste, can you blame me for my greedy advances? I'm not trying to sound selfish, but I want you all to myself. Yes, I have a man. Late nights while laying with him, I think of you. Leave him for you. Do you understand what you're asking me to do? You and I have an unbreakable bond. Why would you want to mess that up? Don't look at me like that. Talk to me. We were friends first. Why can't you understand my position in this situation that wasn't supposed to come about, that has magnified from a mustard seed into something that it could never be? I'm yours and you're mine, but to give you all of me, that just can't be. I already have to deal with the side-eye glances, accusations tossed about, borderline verbal abuse, all the while trying to figure out who was he. How could I face the love of my life and tell him there was never a he but a she? Calm down. Don't talk to me like that. Like the thought of me is purely disgusting. You won't even allow my name to leave your lips. You said no matter what, you keep it real with me. We were friends first. Damn it. Talk to me. So let me get this straight. You don't understand why I'm so hurt and upset? I love you, but you love him. What part of that don't you get? Oh, I understand. So I was good enough to fuck, but you can only be with a man? What? I'm not worthy of your love and affection? You think he's the only one that can be your security and protection? Yeah, I know we were friends first, but we chose to cross that line. You should have known that feelings were going to get involved at some point in time. When we made love, the way you moaned my name made me feel like I was your one and only. But ever since he found out, ain't nothing been the same. And you act like you don't even want me. You say it's because you're married? <laughs> you have got to be shitting. So now that you're feeling guilty, you want to break my heart? You took the vows. I didn't. You wasn't thinking about your vows when you climbed in my bed, wanting me to hold you tight. And you would always say I'd give the greatest head. Wait a minute. This shit don't even sound right. But you know what? I don't even blame you. I blame myself because I'm a lot more intellectual. What the fuck was I thinking messing with a married woman, let alone a bisexual or trisexual, curious, whatever the fuck you call yourself? No, I won't calm down because I'm hurt as hell and it feels like I have nothing left. But what do you care, right? It doesn't apply to you. You get to go back home to your man. You can't possibly feel the hurt that I do because being in love with another woman is something that you will never understand. I played the pawn in your game of chess, but this will never happen ever again. So now it's time to lay this friendship to rest because I can never see you as only my friend. I'm done. I can't believe this shit. This chick has the nerve to be mad at me. Now you want to be pissed because my husband, I didn't choose to death. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I took the vows with him. I tried to apologize, but fuck it. She ain't got to forgive me. I took a temporary lapse in judgment, and for that, the blame falls on me. So now she want to take shots at me. I didn't ask for a heart. She gave that willingly. Did she say she was more intellectual? Yet she's the one still calling and texting me. What do I look like responding when this house I got to fix? Yeah, she was good for a fuck, holding me and listening to me. But let's be honest, let me keep it all the way real. When the fuck did I promise her any damn thing? She chose to fill shoes that were never vacated. Now she's mad because I'm not trying to validate this? There she go again, blowing up my phone. Let me go over and talk face to face. Yeah, this friendship I'm a miss, but let her keep talking to me like this. Now I'm pissed. 
this shit can't be real life. How the fuck she going to try to flip this on me when I'm single but she's somebody's wife? Oh, she wants to be vindictive? Well, I can do it better. I already got her ass addicted. He makes a wet but I can make a wetter. So since it's been a couple of weeks, I guess I'll invite her over for a drink. Now, what can I do for revenge? Hmm, let me think. It has to be something that I know will hurt. I mean, fuck her feelings. She wasn't thinking about mine when she treated me like dirt. Like I told her before, we can't just be friends. But let's just fuck one last time before we completely end. I did her body so good that I made her orgasm twice. I made sure that she will remember this moment for the rest of her life. After I was done, there was no cuddling and kissing. This time was very different from the rest because my love for her was missing. When she looked in my eyes, she didn't see anything there. I saw the pain on her face, but at this point, I didn't even care. She got dressed, grabbed all of her belongings, and ran for the door. She didn't see the shoes there, so she tripped, stumbled, and landed on the floor. I stood there and watched her as the tears streamed down her face. She shook her head with shame, and her expression showed disgrace. When she opened the door to walk out, another woman was walking in. Who was that, baby? <laughs> Nobody. She used to be my friend. I closed the door. She stood there looking shocked and amazed. The old me would have felt so bad, but the scorned me didn't even feel phased. An hour later, I received this message. I can't believe you did me like that. I'm so hurt. I'm having trouble breathing. So I replied back with this simple text. You know that pain that you're feeling? Consider us even. Ain't this some shit? She coming in my house crying because of who she been with? The sad part is that she can't even tell I know. Yeah, I consoled her through her lies and said I loved her, but that was just for show. Don't judge me and tell me I'm being nasty when this woman is married and acting far less than classy. Out here cheating on me with another woman. How the fuck do you think I feel? I'm at home waiting to get served and she's over this chick house being the meal. Chance after chance I gave her to admit it. Wanted her to come clean with it. Hell, I would have forgiven her despite all that she had done. She ain't even considering our daughter our son. While she continues to go out and destroy this marriage, and I'm supposed to be the one here to salvage everything that she's ruined? Shit, not even if you paid me. I got married to have a wife, not to be somebody's maybe. That afterthought, that little mistake. If she had these feelings, there's one vow she didn't have to make. I even understand that feelings change, and I would have been happy to arrange an amicable resolution. But to do that, honesty is the only solution. So since she can't be honest, it's up to me. I'm going to set all these wrongs right so we can both be free. You feel better now, Ma? You all right? Cool. But just one thing, you thought I was blind, but I have plenty of sight. I'm going to make this short and sweet so we can put this to rest tonight. I know about you and Jay. Don't talk or act surprised. I ain't mad, and it's okay. I packed your things because I refuse to stand in your way. I said don't talk. You've been quiet all this time, so let me say what I have to say. All these months, all I wanted was my wife, and you wasn't woman enough to tell me you didn't want this life. I've accepted your position, and I'm no longer fighting for what's not there. I have love for you, but I'm not in love anymore, and quite frankly, I don't care about you and nothing else you got going on. You didn't care about me, so you can just get your bags and be gone. Here's the door because I just can't take it no more. I have my own life to live, so it's time for you to leave. You can have Jay, because you know what? Wait, I'll show you. Come on in, Steve. Wait a minute. Back up. This can't be reality. Matter of fact, let me check time because I must have stepped into a twilight. I know I didn't hear what I thought I did. 
And who the fuck is this motherfucker, Steve? Don't look at me crazy. Who the fuck are you? You sure are comfortable in a house that's mine. Don't look so smug. You see this ring? He started out mine. You, sir, are a casualty of war. Messing with a married man? You should be ashamed. And my dear sweet husband, and I use that term lightly, you got me confused. Are you telling me I'm married to a bitch-ass nigga who's supposed to be my husband? All this time I've been fighting feelings because with you I wanted to stay? Tell me the truth. How long? How long has this been going on? Because what you say you have on me, pure allegations. And I'm not a caged bird, so that's one tune I'm not singing. So I'm going to sit back, by all means. Go ahead. Get to explaining. I never took your man because he was never yours to begin with. He was already borrowed goods, so don't confuse fact with fiction. You know he has a reputation of sleeping around, but you're mad because you thought you were going to be the one to change him. Mr. Give-It-To-You-All-Night had dirty laundry until you found out about me. So now you're mad walking around cussing because he stepped out of your realm and occasionally entering me. Except it is true, I understand your hurt. His body does now carry the lingering legacy of my existence. Trust me when I say when he's fucking you, his tongue motion and passion whispering to your clit are the translated scripts of my mangina monologue. I taught his mouth everything it knows. As I told you before, he's your mistake. So you can calm down your damn crocodile tears and save them for him because I don't give a shit. Your fatal mistake was opening your heart and letting the nigga in because you had plans to be wifey. Dumbass, you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Yeah, he made promises to us both, but you didn't recognize his game was only to fucking bounce. You cleaned for him, and you cooked for him. For what? 30 extra minutes of his time. All you had to do was stay on your knees and keep your mouth open and not say shit. But I did enjoy your fried chicken. (laughs) Why you mad? I did you a favor. I'm the reason why you keep a smile on your face. Five days out of the week, he daddy dicking you down. Because on the weekend, I'm daddy dicking him down. I'm the circle of life. The gift that keeps on giving. Unwrap me, bitch, and hope for the best. Don't worry. Nothing changes. I'm going to get mine, you're going to get yours, and he's going to get his no matter what. I have manners, and besides, I don't mind sharing because it comes with the territory of being a side bitch. But please, please stay in your lane before there's a motherfucking accident. Wait a minute, Steve. I got this. So now you mad at me because I'm with Steve? You should have been gone. Didn't I tell your ass to leave? Go ahead. I'll patronize you for just a minute. Let you get it off your chest because honestly, I'm through with it. I'll even answer your questions. But seriously, I know damn well you ain't talking shit because you was fucking a woman and you claiming I'm dirty. You was out there getting yours long before I was. I was at home being your husband and trying to stay in love with the woman I married and dedicated my life. Yes, I've had feelings for men, but I gave them up for my wife. I suppressed them for the sake of my family. But you was out getting yours while I was home being lonely. What did you expect me to do while you was out there doing you? I'm a man, but damn it, I need love and affection. You couldn't give me that because you was too busy with Jay making love connections. You want to know about us and how did we start? (laughs) You got some nerve, but I'm man enough to confess my part. 
You see, this thing with Steve started out so innocently. None of this happened intentionally. We were just hanging out and being friends. He'd help with the kids and go grab some eyes and ends. You know, doing the things that you were supposed to. But you were with her doing what you wanted to do. Yes, I knew he had feelings for me, but I refused to take it that far. And then a little of my love died for you every time you got in that car and lied to me about where you were going. All the while, I sat here knowing. You see, you left your phone on ring one day. It fell. I picked it up, and there was a text from Jay. I saw her picture pop up on the screen. Red shit I never would have dreamed that you'd do with me, let alone with her. How long? Hell, six months. I don't know. But why should it matter? Because your ass stayed on the go. Yeah, now you get it. You see how long I've had to hold it in and just deal with it? Two months ago, Steve made his move. Me and you hadn't fucked in months, so hell yeah, I fell into the groove. I remembered what it felt like to come alive. Remember what it felt like to have someone love me for what's inside. And yeah, my dick got one hell of a ride. Stride after stride. Damn, I hadn't come that hard in a long time. While all you could do was complain and whine. Unsatisfied with me like it was my fault. Hell, I tried. Held you tight when you cried. Even though I knew I wasn't the one who brought tears to your eyes. Do you know what that shit did to my pride? I didn't mean to fall in love with him, but I did. You should be happy. Now you can go be with who you want to be with. What? She left you because you wouldn't leave me? Oh, I'll make that shit easy. One phone call, that's all it'll take. I'll let Jay know she can have you, so this is your big break. Because it's official, me and you can't be in the same space. You got rid of me a long time ago, and you've definitely been replaced. Since you couldn't make your decision, I took away your choice. Get out of my house and go to your home, because I filed for divorce. I'm done with you in this entire situation. I'm in love and in a relationship that has no complications. So from this point on, I'm going to do me, and I'm going to definitely do Steve. Now, I'm done talking. Steve, make sure her ass leaves. Damn, I feel bad as hell about this shit. I thought that revenge would be the answer, but clearly, that's not it. <sighs> Fuck it. I'm just going to go on up in here and let her know the deal. If her husband's home, I'm not denying anything. I'm just going to keep shit real. Yo. That looks like my brother's car over there. I wonder who the hell he knows in this neighborhood. Forget that. I'll find that shit out later. Let me go up in here and see what's good. What the fuck? Yo, who was that yelling? And why is the door wide open? Oh hell. It ain't no telling what she said. Maybe she's leaving his ass. Well, at least that's what I'm hoping. Steve, what the hell you doing here, bruh? Yo, I know you didn't come over here calling yourself checking her. Look. I told you last night I got this under control. There was no need to bring that back. I know you're trying to play the big brother role, but wait. Why the fuck y'all looking at me like that? And, bro, why you up in here in your T-shirt and drawers? Either this some Jerry Springer shit or I'm about to make a few calls. Then the truth hit me in my face with the flash of my life. My brother was screwing with her husband, and I was messing with his wife. Oh, shit. Please tell me that you're playing. This can't be the same motherfucker you told me whose dick you've been slaying. Yo, dude, shut the hell up. I'm not even talking to you. I'm talking to my brother. But to answer your question, yes, I'm Jay. And I understand that this is your house. But before I leave, I got something to say. So, Steve, I want to know how many times you use protection with your lover. Not once? Oh, wow. So it's your chance to come clean now. 
How many times did you use protection with your husband? And don't lie, I know y'all was still fucking. You never did? <laughs> See what I'm talking about? That's some hoe ass shit. Hold up, you don't need to be yelling at me, homie. I was just making sure that the facts would be clear for you to see exactly why we all need to leave, not just me. Go ahead. Tell them your little secret, Steve. And I'm about to go get tested to make sure I don't have don't HIV. Have don't, HIV. Have, don't have HIV. What?
the husband's part after she heard both of our part, our first four parts. And um, oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. So we was just like, okay, so we got to do something. We got to do this. And uh, yeah. yeah. And wow. um, I had heard I heard Chris on another blog wow. show. Um, mm-hmm. I was actually you know hosting on, well actually talking, and he came through, and I was like, oh my god. Like he would be perfect. We actually, I actually came up about the husband part, and it was actually his uh-huh. idea to give Steve a voice. And it was like wow. perfect, and he read he read a piece, and it fits so well. And I was like, hell yeah, right? Got it. That, it that's what you know got what me. When, like I said, when you when you came yeah. in, your yeah. your presence was so. It was just like it was nothing Steve like was smooth with it nothing though. else, right? It, yeah. it had its own body and it just came in, mm-hmm. so it's perfect. All right, let me break you down with the smoothness real quick, okay? So like that's how he came in, like you don't phase me whatsoever. Exactly. Let me just break this down to you, little girl. That's kind of how he came yeah. in. <laughs> and I almost make him step back and like, wait, is he in my house? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, you yeah, did that, Chris. The first you couple did times that. that we were talking about this, uh, I mm-hmm. kept referring to Chris as Steve. Like, I was just like, okay, Steve, <laughs> hold on now. <laughs> but he delivered the piece so, so it was just so powerful that, you know, we actually mm-hmm. were like, man, these these are characters. Like, these are characters, but it's like these are people. And, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, we, we originally started out, you know, going back and forth trying to find people to actually do these parts. And Jay was like, I got mm-hmm. the perfect person, and so he, she hit Chris up, and um, we were trying to find somebody mm-hmm. for the husband. And it's so funny because the way me and Jay work, like we are really about we don't like waiting on people. And I guess it's mm-hmm. of you know I can honestly say that I'm spoiled when it comes down to writing with her, collaborating with her because she's on top of mm-hmm. stuff, and it flows so gotcha. easily, so she's ready. Mm-hmm. So you know I hate when people drag their feet. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the role of the husband, believe it or not, is actually me. I <laughs> yes. knew it. I heard it too. Another one of the things that you know, like you said, reinventing yourself, and it was a thing of okay, I'm going to learn some new mm-hmm. stuff. So what I did was I downloaded See? the program, and I was just like, you know what, I'm going to learn this for myself. That's not this is not black. Big up to you. Shout out to you. Anything that I need done, I'm definitely hit black up to produce all of my stuff because I don't have the patience for this. Right. I don't. I don't. This, but this just the fact that you even thought work. to do that, that right. was yeah. crazy how you even thought because to do that. I mean. I did I used to do music, and I remember on one of my tracks, mm-hmm. I had to sound like a dude, something like V. Uh-huh. I'm not going to try to find no other guy to try to do this. I'm like, it should be a way you could change my voice and make me sound like a man. So I hit up Smith. I'm like, Smith, mm-hmm. yo, ain't it a way you can, like, change, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, ask him, and eventually him and um, V hooked up, and he told her uh-huh. how to, you know, do it, and she learned okay. it, and she got it down. Oh, my God. It just wow. Came so when she, he here, if I didn't know that it was me to actually wear it, I would have thought it was a dude for real, like. Yeah. Well, I, I have to tell y'all, I have to tell y'all, Chris, V, Lady J, I enjoyed that so much. Like, y'all don't even know. I enjoyed it so much. I would love for you guys to come together and do another 
mini poetic drama series for PD Radio. Yeah. I'm so serious. Like, y'all could do it once a month. I don't care. But I need y'all to come together and, and do this again, the three of y'all. Y'all have to do it, please, for me. Do it for PD Radio. I need it. I need it in my life, dead serious. Because the chemistry with y'all, how y'all put it down, oh, man, that's crazy. Will you do it? let it be known. Say you'll do it. Say you will. Let it be known. Well, <laughs> it's funny you would say that because we're actually in talks of a part three to confuse and upset. Because oh, it can't man. end like that. Everybody finding out Steve got HIV. It can't end like that. So we are making this official announcement. We are going to take it to a third about. part. Yes, <laughs> you need his man. Yeah, yeah. Just listen, listen y'all out. getting me hyped about poetry all over again. Y'all know I'm all over the place doing a million things, but y'all getting me hyped about poetry again. I ain't even going to lie. <laughs> Y'all did that. I, I did that. PD, we got, I need to find yes. out from Chris, man. How how did what what state of mind was you in when you went in on that verse, man? Because like I said, it it gave you know you 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 breathed life into that character. It was just like yes, he did. I, I, I didn't want to say it was mm-hmm. funny, but it had like a, a comedic like tone it to it. Was like you know it you had attitude. I loved it, man. That's yes. like, I, that's what made it. Actually, I, so yeah, the. Uh-huh. Go ahead. You know, you know, actually that was actually a um true story in my life. Mm. Wow. That's something that actually ha- it's something that actually happened to me. Okay. And it's two ver- it's two versions to that poem. It's the and there's me and then this one is called You're Welcome. And Okay. It was written I wrote both poems separately, one for the wife and one for the girlfriend. The one that I did for this one mm. was actually for the was for the actual girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So it was an actual true event that took place in my life. So that's why it was for me. It was so easy to be the villain because every good story needs a villain. So right, yeah. Instead of yes. so instead of me being the innocent one, I said, "Well, fuck it, So yes, that's how that came to be. Okay. Well, you did that. that. I'm telling you, you came in with such a smooth, like, man, little girl, sit down. Right. And it it had the villain tone to it. It had that villain, that classic villain tone to it. Okay. It's weird because I feel like I don't even know who you are, Chris, but I feel like I can picture your face, and I can picture how you're moving as you're talking to her, how you're, like, staring at her, like, blank face, like, chick, you don't get it. Like, it's like I see all of that just from hearing you recite that. It's crazy. But you know it's what's so, so funny? When I, was, when I was reciting the poem, how I was envisioning myself was actually sitting in her chase lounger with my legs crossed looking at her the whole time. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what? I feel some kind of way as the wife in all of this because I got cut out twice, not even twice, like four times. And one by somebody I don't even know. Right. We have another caller in the queue. We want to bring them in. I don't know if they want to talk to you guys about the piece or not, but we'll bring them in and, and see what they have to say. Let's see what's up. PD Radio, what's your name? Radio, 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 Radio,
Okay, hey, husband. You had your hand in this too, huh? Yeah. Living <laughs> in a pot too, huh? I had to holler when I heard it. The first time I heard the whole thing because I was at work, so I couldn't mm-hmm. scream like I wanted to, and I still can't scream today. I'm not supposed to be talking. We probably going to put some shit on. Yeah, I had a little dental uh Procedure, so I'm not supposed to be talking, but I had to call in and just show everybody some love, love while they were Ooh, on. You had all surgery today, didn't you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, already. You had a teeth pulled, didn't I'm you? I'm done. I'm done. We're going to end the show on that. I'm done. That, that voice is sinister. Crazy. I love it. I know. <laughs> We need to get Chris to do some drops on the show, Black. Oh, that voice is killing me. <laughs> I'm done. So <laughs> it's crazy because oh, me and Miss PD not too long. I think what, a couple of days ago we were talking about people who have unique voices, and we were just talking mm-hmm. about how it just breathes life into you know so much stuff just because their voices has a natural texture. So I mean, mm-hmm. all of you guys. Did a great job. It just it comes across so 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 good. So yeah. yes, most definitely. Well, you okay you. over there, Chrissy? I'm great. I'm great. I'm, 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 I'm fine. I just wanted to just give everybody a shout out because man, every time I hear that, I'm just oh, I'm in love with. It. I can't wait for the third part. But y'all did y'all thing, and y'all brought that yes. vision to life for real. And I'm so proud of y'all. I appreciate it. Thank you for writing that part. Thank you for writing those two parts for the husband. I enjoy being that character because, you know. She was the only one that could say that word. It was fun. Uh I think y'all need to start putting plays together. That's what I'm saying. I've been saying for a long time I want to do poetic plays. We need to do something. But I need to give it up for all of y'all while you all are on the line. Because y'all did that again. Yes. Right, well, we want to you thank again. you guys so much. No, we thank you. And when we have open mic, uh, Chris, I'm going to need you to call up. And, oh, uh, yeah. Stuff with the air. Definitely going to have to. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Right, we love you guys. Thank you so much for, you know, sharing the exclusive here on PD Radio. We look forward oh, yeah. to number three. I, man, I can't even imagine. <laughs> Cannot even imagine where y'all going to go with that. <laughs> Cannot. But I'm waiting, though. Good job, y'all. Yes, LaDonna, you go, girl. (laughs) Until tomorrow comes. (laughs) Thank you. Miss Sunshine, author Valencia, Point Desk, Good Time is Clock. We have Untamed on the line, the author of two novels, Never Again No More, and Never Again No More, Getting Back to Me. What's that? Yay, she's being released. I gotta <laughs> to um black. <laughs> so black, black. Um, my first book is being re-released. So as soon as I can tie up these edits and everything, but black did the redesign for the book cover for Never Yay. Again No More, and Yay. it is the most amazing thing. Oh my gosh, y'all just don't know. I literally, my eyes water like in tears when I saw. The redesign. I was like, I promise you, I heard the heavenly choir go. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really enjoyed doing it. I mean, the detail 
only me and you know how detailed it is because we have the the larger image where you see everything, and it's like looking in a mirror. It's so crisp. It's, yes, uh, it's, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I really loved it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you for that. Just give it up to Black, y'all. Pop Black. Thank you, Pop Black. Hey, Tracy. All right, you guys. Again, we want to thank you. We're wrapping up the show right now. We're going to go on to a little music, and then we're going to come back and and say goodnight. We want to thank each and every one of you for coming on tonight, and again, for that piece. Oh, man, we just thank you so much for that because... Everybody enjoyed it, and I know that's going to be the talk. I know the replays oh, yeah. on this show is going to be bananas. <laughs> I still got my wine, so I'm still, you know. Yeah, you're crazy, Black. All right, you guys, we love you. Until love next y'all. week, thank you so much. Bye. All right? Bye. 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 Good
That's right. Ain't nobody like Pete Back Radio. In action. Action. Great show tonight. We are down to the last 10 minutes of our broadcast. And before I forget, I just need to stay on the air real quick to LaDonna Marie, who was on the line tonight. I forgot to tell you, LaDonna, Marty was online on Facebook, and she told me to tell you she is very proud of you and keep up the great work. So I forgot to tell you while you were on the line. So I'm telling you now, and I'm putting it out there. Marty says she's very proud of you, LaDonna, and keep up the great work. So great show tonight. Touched on a little bit just some topics, dreams versus reality, and reinventing yourself. We never got to professional victims, so we have to get to that another time. You know, oh, yeah. I, I love that topic. There's a lot of professional victims out there, and that needs to be touched on. I want to give a big salute to Lady J Flavors, Authority of Point Dexter, and Mr. Chris Thomas, and also author Christina, um, for coming on and dropping that exclusive here on the show, Confused and Upset. Crazy, crazy poetic drama piece that they played out tonight. I'm still in awe over it. I mean, I, I'll let y'all in a little secret. I already heard it. <laughs> it was just like refreshing to hear it all over again tonight, like on the air with everyone else. The piece is crazy, and I cannot wait until part three comes out without. So, you know, shout out to you guys, and shout out to all you guys who joined us again tonight listening in, our loyal VIPD radio listeners. We love you guys so much. You know, you're loyal. You stay locked with us. We appreciate you very much. And if there's any topics you ever want us to discuss, just hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, or go to our website, pdradio.site40.net. Drop us a comment there because the show is all about you. So whatever you want, that's what we get. Okay? That's right. <laughs> Black shout to you. Want to give you some on-air love for the amazing work that you have been doing with your graphic designs and just kind of, you know, brightening everyone's brand. You've been doing a lot of uh, branding lately. You've yeah, done a yeah. lot of logos for different businesses. Like in the span of a few weeks. (laughs) I mean, it's it's crazy. It's it's just getting bigger and bigger. So, shout to you, props to you. You doing your thing? Thank you. And that book cover, that redesign of Never Again No More, and Thomas Clock. Crazy. You ain't no joke. They they, they both are crisp. I I love them both, man. Like. Mm Mhm. Well, will you design my cover, Black? I think I'm going to get them framed. I'm going to have to get them framed. <laughs> what was that? You want me to do who? So I, was <laughs> I love what you did. Ducats, you get so quiet. <laughs> we got to talk some ducats. <laughs> Don't even try to play it off. <laughs> you know, when you, you were younger, we you used to call you. money all kinds of different names, ducats, flow, no. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that? No. See, that's my fellas. My fellas, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. I'm just laughing at you how you're playing it off. It's so cute. I love it. <laughs> PD Radio. <laughs> we out of here. We are hey. out of here. Join us next week. We have a special guest. We're going to shine our creative artist spotlight on Lipstick Radio, so tune in. Shout out to Smith and Money Kid. Always coming through. We love you. Thank you very that's much. That's right. Peace.
Good and night, guys. If I guys. can't do your cover, PD, don't worry. Don't worry. It'll happen. You're, you're going to do my cover. Yeah. Tough break, nigga. It's always cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, PD ready. <laughs> Good night, guys. <laughs> <laughs>